All right, guys. So some very exciting Disney news has come out today. And Lindsay and I are so excited to share. I'm sure you've seen it all over social media. But Mickey's Not So Scary is making a comeback this year. Woo! Guys, we couldn't even wait. We already recorded our episode. I'm literally driving Allie to the airport. And we, we couldn't not like share the share information. It, even though everyone already knows. We couldn't not talk about right? it. So I'm going to go listen to Boo to You. Boo to You. The entire flight back home. I'm going to go home and watch the... Sanderson sister villain, or I'm sorry, the Hocus Pocus villain spectacular. I'm gonna reminisce. Allie and I are already talking about costume ideas. Guys, we are so excited. We are so excited, and we hope you guys are super excited with this news too. And the best part about it, meet and greets are back too for it. Yes! So oh my god, we characters. will get characters, all of that. Back guys, for- normal life is officially back in Disney World. Kind of. Minus the political crap. But. And no longer having happily ever after. Anyways. Anyway, we just had to share, guys. Sorry for the car noises, but. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I can show you the world. Beauty and the shining, shimmering, splendid. A dream is a wish your heart makes on a magic carpet. Pretty much May at this point. Woo! And it's the end of the school year wow. for me. In case May? it's already May. Insane. My birthday is in two weeks. It's it's crazy. But in case you forgot, guys, I'm a first grade teacher. My voice is gonna sound like a groggy old man yeah. for the next four weeks. Pollen's out. <laughs> Allergies are in high high spring out here in Florida. And my six-year-olds are hyper as ever, and I yell a lot more often than I normally do, Mm -hmm. so my voice is just gone. So yes, it is still me, Lindsay, co-host of Disney (laughs) Alumni. It is not a cranky old man. My voice is just... (laughs) You sure? It's shot. Not yet, anyway. I get crankier as the day goes on, because, oh my goodness, those kids are hyper. But I'll take cranky as a segue into our... Disney news update, which isn't really an official update. It's just the the wonderful Disney rumor mill we love so much. Of what? Disney, so I actually... I'm looking at her so confused because I have no idea what Yes, you do. I was talking about this five minutes ago. It was spinning around today that Fantasmic is returning to Disneyland May 28th. Which I was like so upset because right when I saw Fantasmic returning, my heart rate like... Went through my chest. It got so high. Apparently, if you go on the Disneyland app, there's like, if you go to May 28th, there's showtimes for Fantasmic. Ah. So now, of course, everyone's like, well, if it's returning to Disneyland, it must be returning here. Yeah, but I see all these different things where the water back there is drained, and then it's not drained, and then then it's it's drained, drained and then it's not drained. (laughs) So I can't keep up. No, our fan here, but it's like, I feel like it's going to be like Festival of Fantasy, where it's just going to be like, all right, guys, next week, it's back, yeah, and I'm going to lose it because I'm just terrified. So I, I go home in New Jersey for a couple weeks to a month, and I'm like, they're going to announce it like they're the day I get home. To, Lindsay, you just need to be prepared to make a 24-hour... Um, I am. Yes. A thousand percent. So you just got to be prepared. I, I kid you Don't not. Don't stress you out. No, I just... It's the irony of it all. I guarantee the, the irony second... irony of this whole month's episodes, and we're sitting here talking about you freaking out. You know what... 
over a show. It'll it'll happen when it happens, and it'll work itself out. That is a very fair point. All right, guys, welcome to Mental Health Awareness Month. Yes. It is May 2nd. I was about to say, it's the beginning of May. Perfect. May 2nd. Yes, and what better way to start off May than talking all about mental health, awareness, different things, and how it uh, coexists with Disney. Yes, because it does, believe it or not. And we are going to kick off Mental Health Awareness Month. Wow, look, I can't even talk anymore. Mental Health Awareness Month, it actually is kind of a tongue twister, Mm -hmm. with the stigma of Disney adults. Yeah. Allie and I are both proud Disney adults. We wear it with a badge of honor. And if you are listening to this podcast, I know a majority of our listeners are proud Disney adults. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this is something everyone can relate to. And I know our moms listen. I wouldn't consider our moms Disney adults, but they're mothers of Disney adults. Yes. They understand. Because I don't know about you, but I have definitely called my mom, like, freaking out about, like, merch releases. Well, every time, listen... Every time something's released on Instagram or anything, I send it to my mom immediately. Yeah, like, it's... Oh, I need this, da, da, da. Disney makes me so broke, blah, blah, And I, I, I will say, it's kind of frustrating, the stigma, but we'll get into that in different episodes as well. Yeah, the, we have a whole bunch of stuff lined up. The stigma behind having to get all the merch and having to do all this and having to do all that, but... I started... Our little chat about the stigma of Disney adults with the classic. All right. Childless millennial rant. Okay. Never forget when that woman went on a rant about childless millennials ruining her Disney vacation. I just love it. I love it. And it's just something that people... I understand... I actually love that sound you made on TikTok with the us dancing in Epcot Mm -hmm. where it's like... It was actually my friend Bailey... Oh, was it really? Yes, it's my friend Bailey, Bailey, on TikTok and everything. And if you guys follow me on TikTok, you can hear the sound. And it says, I get it. Disney's Disney's not not for for everybody. But I'm not everybody, and Disney is my shit. Yeah. (laughs) And And I get that. Yeah. Disney's not for everybody. And just like me, I, like, I'm not a massive football person I'm not a massive Lord of the Rings person Mm -hmm. but like I don't judge people yeah I feel like Disney fans and Disney adults especially get so judged I feel like it's this whole thing that people think Mickey Mouse is for children because of like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and like the young movies and everything and so people have the stigma that if you still are into things that kids are into it's weird yeah but I ex- I love bringing my friends to the parks. I love bringing people to the parks because Disney is so much more than that. Exactly. And one thing I kept reading, because again, I, I try to do a little bit of research um, when we talk about things, but a lot of people were saying, like, this was the big point people kept making. Saying like, oh, whenever I'm in Disney World and I see a 30-something-year-old woman dressed up in a costume, it's just so cringy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? W- why is it? me being dressed up as Tinkerbell or, like, Disney... And the thing was, not costumes, Disney-bounding. Let's get something straight here, people. If you're going to talk shit, at least talk shit right. It's not a costume. It's Disney-bounding. I just don't understand why Disney-bounding is, like, so weird to people. Yeah. 
It's a way that Disney adults have gotten around the whole rule of not being able to dress as characters. Yeah. In the parks when you're over the age of, what, 13? Yeah. It's like 13 or something. And it's just a way that Disney adults can dress as their favorite characters in the parks and have a great time with it. Yeah. It's fun. You get to be fashionable and do all of these things and express yourself in different ways as some of your favorite characters it's amazing yeah and this is something um someone tweeted again every time i've seen things the past couple weeks because Allie and i have been planning this episode for a while now Mm -hmm. so if i've seen things i've kind of screenshot them and poked them to the side and this random person i have no idea who they are tweeted i make fun of weirdo disney adults as much as the next person but this point makes everything all the more terrifying no one should be that involved so much in a brand that they're willing to worship the ground they walk on. Disney should not be a culture or a community. And apparently that's everyone's issue with Disney adults is that we call ourselves like a Disney community. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I just, I don't understand why it's that cringy to people. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, then go watch sports or something. I remember... I had just, like, announced that I was leaving my university and staying full-time at Disney and, like, living down here and working down here, and I'd gotten hired Mm full-times. And I remember one of my sorority sisters, who was still at school, tweeted, Disney adults, LMAO. And I literally replied, and I was like, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah. It's literally what you learn from, like, day one in school. Yeah. You know? Don't, you don't amen have, to that. Yeah. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. I am not go- hurting you in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. For going and living and doing things that make me happy and bring me joy. And at the end of the day, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah. I'm worried about myself and my happiness and the people around me. I'm not bothering you. Exactly. So why are you sitting here bothering me and tearing me down with your words? Yeah. And the other, this was the other big thing, was that people make fun of Disney adults for the fist fights over merchandise and parade spots and all this other stuff. But you know what? I have a quick PSA for everybody. Those are not real Disney adults. Yeah. Those are the, it's so funny to me because... The people that are fist fighting over merchandise and yelling at each other over, oh, my child can't see, you need to move, and the people mm-hmm. getting kicked out of parks, those are not Disney adults. Those are the mothers yeah. that are making fun of Disney adults saying, we're the ones that are the yeah. problem. Nine times out of ten, those people you see on the internet like causing fights are the ones that are a part of a family. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget... I was at Magic Kingdom one night talking to one of our friends who's a cast member, and it was firework time, so they cut off certain walkways, and this woman goes to, like, barge through her, and she said, oh, no, sorry, ma'am, like, you can't walk through here, you have to go around. She literally goes, F you, except Mm -hmm. she actually said the actual word, and she's like, I'm sorry, like, we just can't allow Mm -hmm. it right now. She's like, you're an effing bitch, blah, 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 with her child right there. So yeah. I'm literally like, me, my child self is the one ruining everyone's vacations. Right. I'm not the one acting like that. So yeah. I, that's what I find we, so as ironic. As we're standing in the distance, away from people, not bothering, bothering anybody. 
Yeah, but that's what I find so ironic know? is, like, Disney adults have the bad rep, but, like, Disney yeah. adults are not the one acting like I, that. Yeah, completely. I completely agree. And the people who are fighting over merch and stuff, that's probably a reseller. Oh, 100%. wants to put it on eBay and make more money off of it. Like, me and my friends and our group and when we go to the parks are literally just there to have fun. Lindsay and I went to the park a couple days ago, Epcot, mm-hmm. when we released our last episode. And literally, we're like little kids in line to meet Anna and Elsa. Oh, people probably yes. thought we were weird. A thousand percent. <laughs> I'm sure someone tweeted about us about how cringy we were and how excited I was to go meet Anna and Elsa. And it's like again, you never know what someone's story is. And I have two stories, and then we can switch over to the second half of this. Mm-hmm. So going back to the merchandise thing, one of my friends who is a Disneyland local, she's got a Disney Instagram. I forget what popcorn bucket it was, but it was a popcorn bucket. We all know the popcorn bucket releases have been insane. She got one for herself, and then she got two more because her cousin in Arizona, it was, I forget who it was, but it was her favorite character, and she was sick in the hospital, and her family had to cancel their Disneyland vacation because she was sick in the hospital. So she picked up the popcorn bucket for her cousin and her aunt. Mm-hmm. And walking out of the park, a woman, again, with her child, it's always a woman and her child, not mm-hmm. judging anybody, but still, literally walks by my friend and goes, and that's why there's never any merch for the rest of us. Because <gasps> she had three. Because she had three. And I'm like, you, you know, know what? You don't, you don't know you don't someone's know. story. You know what? You buy three of them. I never think twice about it because, yeah. yeah, I've gotten stuff for my friend. It's the people with wheelbarrows full of yeah. 50 of them. Fine. Make comments to them. I don't like them either. Mm-hmm. But it's like you never know someone's story. Yeah. And then, again, people probably thought Allie and I were super cringy. But, again, I know so many people that were crying Mm -hmm. when they first got to hug a character because when they were in the hospital as a kid, they all they could watch was Disney Disney, movies and they got to go to Disney with Make-A-Wish. And it's like, for that... I've seen so many things like that. And these memories last with you and it brings you joy as an adult too because everybody knows the world right now is crazy. world is crazy. The world is crazy. The world's been crazy for the past few years and Disney, and I tell everybody that Disney is my escape from reality. Yes. So let's get into why it's an escape from reality because I feel the same exact way and I know you and I have talked about this like Mm -hmm. a thousand times and the number one thing for me is like you said, it's, it's, it's the Disney bubble. It's mm-hmm. one of the few places I can go and I feel comfortable. Yeah. I feel safe. I, I don't think someone's going to pickpocket my purse when mm-hmm. I'm walking around. I don't think... I, I remember one time I was here years ago before we ever even did a college program. My friend and I came and we were getting ready to go to Fantasmic of all places. Tier, tier. We stopped at the pin stand on Sunset Boulevard. We bought mm-hmm. some stuff. We got to Fant. She realized she forgot her phone. So she's freaking out. She ran back. Yeah. A guest had found her phone and And turned turned it it in in to guest services. And she got her phone back. Amazing. And I was like, where else, honestly, can you go where that's going to happen? that many people and it's not going to get stolen? Yeah. I've lost things. And every single time I've lost something, it has been found at guest relations. That's amazing. I remember you left your makeup, I think, right? In the room one time? Something. I left my makeup. I left the podcast mic. (gasps) I left the podcast mic. I know. I didn't tell you because I didn't want you to get stressed 
stuff. I thought I told you after the fact. I don't know. But I've I've always lose things. I've lost sunglasses. I'm just I'm a mess. Yeah. But it's we one of, it's one of those places I can go and I don't feel like you know what? I'll say it this way. It's one of the places I feel safe being alone. Yes, and I was about to say that I had a really bad problem when I first moved down here being by myself in just because it's a new area. Yeah, and, 100%. You know, there's anxieties with moving to a new area and stuff. I would go to Disney by myself. I yeah. would walk to my car by myself. I would do all of that by myself because I feel safe in, at Disney. And it's funny, too, because I don't like going places at night. I am that person. If I'm anywhere at night, I have my key in between Mm -hmm. my fingers. I'll pretend to be on the phone with somebody. Like, Mm -hmm. I do not like walking to my car at night. Because, oh, my God, all of the stories you hear now of, like, the trafficking schemes and the kidnapping, it's, like, it's nice going somewhere where Mm -hmm. I just feel safe, Mm -hmm. even if I'm by myself, even if I'm with my friends. Mm -hmm. And I actually saw this on TikTok, too. Someone made a comment where she was like, I'm a girl in my 20s, and I feel completely comfortable getting drunk in Disney. Yeah. And not being worried about how I'm getting home, Mm -hmm. who's going to help me. You know, I feel like I can let loose. Not saying that Disney's a place where, you know, we go to get blackout drunk all the time. but... But if it happens, I'm not, like, stressing about... Going to bars and stuff, you you get worried about... Yeah, I can be at Epcot and go to Jelly Rolls and not worry about someone trying to take advantage of me. Well, I love it, too, because you never know what security is around you. Mm -hmm. They have security who are actually dressed in normal, everyday clothing Mm -hmm. that are amongst all of the people at Disney to make sure that everybody's nice and safe. Yeah, and I never personally had to get security involved. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I was working for a college program, I needed to call security about a missing child. But, I mean, thankfully, me being a guest, I've never had to deal with security. Mm -hmm. But from what I've seen online, anyone who's ever had a security issue, security was there within... Pretty fast. ...less than five minutes, depending on where they were in the park. Mm -hmm. So I think, again, that definitely adds to it. It's like you constantly just feel safe and, like, nothing bad is going to happen to you. Yeah, exactly. The other thing is, again, speaking of the bubble, the outside world, and again, I... From what I've seen and from what I've asked of people, the outside world just doesn't exist when you're in Disney. Yeah. It's so nice being in a place. And you know what? If I get hate for this, I'm going to lose my mind because I've gotten hate for this before. I'm not saying I don't care about the outside world, Mm -hmm. but it's just nice going somewhere where I don't have to hear about war and politics and trafficking and this and that. It's just nice going to a place where I can breathe and not hear about that stuff uh-huh. for a few hours. And and think about what characters are coming down on the Calvacade. Yes. It's like it's like mindless things. That exactly. Like, yeah, you know, like you don't have to worry or or the things that are gonna be brought up cause you anxiety like you get to enjoy the moment you're in yeah and it's funny because like I said I've gotten hate for that on Instagram before because I've said like you know Disney's a bubble where the outside world doesn't exist and someone was like oh good to know you just don't care about the needs of others and I'm like are you kidding me it doesn't mean that at all it doesn't mean that at all it's just meaning like the world is a scary dark place sometimes and it's nice to have a comfort place to go to to. go to I I completely agree I don't think that's a fair yeah and I love, Judgment. The, I love the point you just made about having, like, a mindless thing to stress mm-hmm. about. Because people always make fun of me because, and you know this about me, I feel like I can't function if I'm not stressing about something. jeez. Oh, this girl. <laughs> it's just how my brain it's functions. It's just how she is. 
But I think it's, I think I'd rather stress about when is Fantasmic coming back than, oh my God, am I going to have any food to eat next week if the food prices keep going up? You know what I yeah. mean? It's like, mm-hmm. I would rather stress about something mindless and stupid. Yeah, exactly. And again, kind of going back to the Disney adult thing, if you want to judge me for stressing about what characters are in the parade, like, that's fine. But I'm not... Let me just make it clear. I'm not legitimately losing sleep over these things, guys. Like people sometimes, I'll say these things as a joke. Like, oh my god, I I lost sleep so much thinking about like, am I going to see Judy Hopps at Magic Mm -hmm. Kingdom tomorrow? And they're like, oh my god, like you're so pathetic. And I'm like, can y'all like take a joke? Yeah, like it's not that serious. Another point I I think you and I can both agree because Allie is one herself. Cast members, we're pretty cool. Cast members are so nice. I agree. I love going and knowing I'm going to have good interactions with people and cast members and the people around me. Yeah. And I'm not going to run into jerks. I mean, you might. You, you might. might. You might. And I'm not trying to throw shade at Universal. I love Universal. But my sister and I went to Universal the other night and we were in line for Hagrid's. And I didn't see this happen. Apparently... One of the, you know, we are in senior trip season. Yes. One of the senior trip groups, they were like pulling on one of the doors and the Universal uh, employee was just like, can you guys stop it? You're going to break it. (laughs) I just don't get why you have to pull on the door. I'm like, I mean, mean, respect, but never have the guts to do that. Yeah, guys, the cat, and that's why I get so angry when people are rude to cast members, because cast members are trained to be so nice to you. Listen, listen. Allie, tell your story. So, I don't know if people realize this, but when you go out to eat, your server, probably nine times out of ten, has to tip somebody out. Whether it's busters, bartenders, food runners, somebody on that list, they're probably tipping somebody out. Server assistant. Me, I tip out three people. Or three groups. I tip out the bartenders, the busters, and our food runners. So I tip out 5.5% of all of my sales. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but it kind of is. When somebody doesn't tip me... That comes out of the other tips that I've made to pay my 5.5% to other people. I don't think a lot of people in the world realize that that's a thing. So you giving me $5 on 130 cost me money. Yeah. Out of what I've earned. But people don't think like that. And people don't think like that. I had a table the other day. Left me less than 5.5%. Wow. So it cost me money. For them to eat there and asked me to take a picture of them afterwards and I had and I knew what they tipped me but me being the good cast member I am did it with a smile on my face told them to have safe travels back down to earth never would have known even though it cost me money yeah for them to eat there exactly and that is like the golden point right there is like cast members are never going to be rude to you. No. No matter how... Like, the f- woman who cursed out my friend. Mm-hmm. Calm, cool, and collected. The cast members... It's just mm-hmm. nice going to a place where you know people are going to go above and beyond to do whatever they can to make your day as magical as can exactly. be. It's, it's just nice going to a place where everyone's going to be nice to you. Yeah. Because, again, we live in a world where people are not so nice. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you have any other points, Allie, but I had one more, and I saved this one for last... I'm excited. Because I can be my damn self. Yeah. Preach, I, girl. 
If you follow Allie on TikTok, you saw the video. Allie and I were arm in arm dancing like fools with our mini ears on, just living our best life. We got tons of looks. I had that was the time of my life. Yeah, and you know what's funny? My mom called me that night, and she's like, "Linz, you guys just looked like you're living your best life." Yeah, like we are. We are. We are. And I tell people that all the time that I. And we're out here getting to live. Some people dream of going to Disney World. Yeah. And we get to do it all the time. And I always talk about it on here that we're so blessed. Like, we're, I will never take it for granted. Never, ever, and, ever. And I I love that we get to be who we are and enjoy what we want. And I'm sure I've lost friends over it. Oh, Back I have. Back at home and stuff. It's it's me. Yeah. And I'm going to get I'm gonna get into this in another episode. Um. I'll say it real quick. We are going to do an episode specifically um, about, like, content creating and the social Mm -hmm. media side of Disney. It has ruined relationships. Yeah. Friendships and partner relationships. It has ruined relationships for me. And I'll get into that on another episode. But it's just, if you're a Disney adult, wear those ears with pride. Yeah. Because we, you know what's funny, too? And actually, I forgot about a point I wanted to make. I would not have half of my best. Allie and I would not have each other if it wasn't for Disney. If it wasn't for Disney. The Disney community, why yes, it has its problems. Like, you will meet some of the nicest people Seriously. in the world. Mm-hmm. Disney fans are awesome. Uh, yep. That's all I'm gonna say. Yes. And we have a little surprise to end off this episode. Yeah, I'm really excited for this. We're gonna have a guest. A guest, and it's gonna be a little different. We are interviewing my friend Ashton Kleecamp, who is on Instagram. If you want to look her up. She is a licensed professional counselor. She's been a professional counselor for a few years now. She has her master's degree from University of Missouri, Kansas City. And we actually got to talk with her and ask her some questions so we can kind of get the what's it, the psychological input yeah, on all this. On, on everything to start off our mental health awareness may. Yeah, so we're going to let the professional answer the questions yeah. here cuz Allie and I did our best but you know, we're going to let the pro take over in all of the issues because we have them. <laughs> She's a professional in taking care of them. So, my first question for you Ashton is why do you think there's such a negative stigma towards Disney adults? Yeah, so I think that there are a lot of reasons why there is a negative stigma towards Disney adults, but I think the reason is going to vary person to person um, who you would ask. Um, Some of the more popular reasons I found while doing a quick Google search included people just generally hating everything about the Walt Disney Company, and then also seeing Disney as being childish and so therefore something adults shouldn't participate in personally i think that the negative stigma towards disney adults simply boils down to um, not understanding or a fear of the unknown um, which i think kind of go hand in hand Um, it's a lot easier to hate and not try and understand something than trying to understand it. All right, my question for you is that people have told us that they like Disney because it's one of their few places that they feel comfortable with their anxiety and going out. So why do you think that is? 
So I think to properly answer this question, we really need to break it down into two parts. First off, I think it's important to understand what um, anxiety is. So anxiety is an intense, excessive, and persistent worry or fear about everyday situations. Having anxiety is completely normal and everyone experiences it at some point in life. Um, The excessive and persistent part is what distinguishes everyday anxiety from anxiety disorders. The next part that I think we need to look at is also some tried and true anxiety coping mechanisms. So these include physical activity, taking a break or vacation, enjoying personal hobbies, engaging with friends, um, having experiences that make you feel emotions. So laughing, crying, yelling, um, And I think a lot of these things people do experience at the parks. The answer specifically to this question is going to vary person to person because everyone's anxiety is unique. Disney does do a really great job at creating a safe place just from cast member understanding as well as the disability access services where people that do have anxiety can go and apply for that, what we call DAS Pass, um, to be able to enjoy Disney a little bit better. So still waiting in line for rides, but waiting outside of the line if that line is something that provokes your anxiety. So there are a lot of ways that Disney makes and tries to create a safe place for people with anxiety. Personally, I also think that it has to do with familiarity. So Disney adults typically are at the parks quite often. Um, So not only is it our happy place, but it's something that we're familiar with. And so it does become a safe space for us. And this was the big one for me and something, you know, I try to explain in my own words, but I just never can. What do you think people need to understand about Disney adults? There are so many things that I think people need to understand about being a Disney adult. I also think that each Disney adult would answer this question differently. First off, We are just adults who are embracing the magic of Disney. Disney is magical to each person for different reasons. I also want to touch on the fact that you can be a Disney adult without buying merch, without having a Disney-themed social media, or even going to the parks. There are so many levels of Disney adults, don't ever feel like you are not Disney enough to call yourself a Disney adult if that is something that brings you joy. A lot of people also say that Disney adults are weird and don't live in reality. My response to that would be, maybe it's not a reality that you see for yourself, but it is a reality for us. People also say that 
Disney adults don't have real jobs, real bills, or real lives. My response to that is Disney is usually just an escape from all of those things for us. It's an escape from our real jobs, which often bring real stress. It's an escape from real bills. Um, you know, a lot of us do budget very well because Disney is something that we enjoy. If going on vacation is something you enjoy, you find a way to incorporate that in your life. And we do the same thing. It's usually just a Disney vacation for us. Disney has also changed many of our lives. It's made this amazing community where we can find people who are like-minded, who like the same things that we do, um, that remind us that we're not weird, despite what a lot of society may think. Um, it's brought us a lot of support. I know, especially during um, COVID quarantine, bringing groups of people together so we feel less alone. Um, and it's also brought lifelong friendships for many of us. And I think the biggest thing to keep in mind is that Walt Disney created Disneyland specifically so children and adults could enjoy theme parks together. And I think that's just so important to keep in mind is that Disneyland wasn't just created for children. It was created for adults as well. And finally, our last question is, why do you think people will go to Disney instead of going to new places? And oh my God, before we let Ashton answer that, that is one I completely forgot to mention. People say that to me all the time. Why go there instead of like going on a trip or or I've traveled this internationally. And, I've tra- I do both. And okay. the answer is, I love traveling internationally, but if you want the answer to that question, from my opinion, listen to everything we just said. <laughs> all right, sorry, Ashton, go ahead. So we've talked about how a lot of people like Disney because it's one of the few places that they actually feel comfortable with their anxiety. And I think this can be confusing for a lot of people because when you think of a theme park, you think of a lot of the anxiety provoking um, things that go on there, like um, tight and crowded queues and screaming, crying children. So how does it make sense that a place filled with these triggers for a lot of people's anxiety actually is calming or a safe place for these people? I think this goes back to what we talked about earlier with each person's anxiety is unique. Each person's coping mechanisms for their anxiety is unique. So one thing that may cause one person anxiety may not cause someone else anxiety. I think it's also important to touch on the fact that for a lot of Disney adults, the overall happiness and the good of being at a Disney park outweighs the bad. So even though there are things that may provoke your anxiety, 
You may also be surrounded by friends or family. That may be one of your coping mechanisms for your anxiety. Also, like we talked about, Disney really does do a great job at creating a safe place for those with anxiety. Not only are there a lot of hidden places for you to go while you're at parks to escape crowds, escape children, um, but like we talked about, Disney also has their disability access services. So if waiting in a crowded line increases your anxiety, that is something that you can go and talk to them about and find an alternative around that. Disney and cast members do their best to make everyone feel comfortable and included at Disney. And I think that is why it is a lot of Disney adults safe places, whether it's Disney World or Disneyland. What advice I would give Disney adults on prioritizing their mental health? So I do want to break this down into um, two separate parts. So what if something happens at the park? And then also I want to talk a little bit about social media. So first of all, what happens if you are at the park and you become overwhelmed um, or feel unsafe? If you're feeling overwhelmed in a certain situation, the biggest thing I can suggest is to remove yourself from that situation. Um, so if it is, you know, standing in line, being in a crowd of people, um, or maybe just wherever you are is too stimulating, I suggest trying to find a quiet spot where you can go and decompress. I personally have had a moment in line where a guest behind me made me feel extremely uncomfortable. I was able to step aside and talk to a cast member about what was happening. They made me feel safe as well as making sure I was safe in the moment. I really have to give a hand to cast members um, for being so great and wonderful and understanding in situations like that. I never expected the cast member to do what they did for me, but they went above and beyond the call of duty to make sure that I was okay and to make sure that I felt comfortable again. And that is something that I will never forget and will always appreciate. So never be afraid to reach out to a cast member if you need help. Secondly, I want to talk about um, Disney adults and social media. So like I mentioned before, you don't have to have a Disney social media account to be a Disney adult. But I would say 90% of Disney adults have a Disney social media. With that being said, I do think that social media is overall positive. There are indeed negatives associated with social media. Some of the many positives we've already talked about. So, you know, creating connections, 
um, with people who are like-minded, like yourself, creating support systems. And then also, you know, it's a great place to develop lifelong friendships. It's really a great way to keep in touch with people who live all over the U.S. And I think during our quarantine time, that really became evident how great social media can be for that. So some of the negatives are definitely big negatives in my opinion. The biggest one that I see in the Disney community does go back to body image. Um, social media can help, but also it can harm your self-esteem. If you find yourself scrolling social media and constantly comparing your body to other people and it begins to affect your mental health, that is when it's time to take step away. Maybe it's time to take a break from social media. Maybe it's time to reach out for help, whether that's to reach out to a therapist or reach out to friends for help as well. The last thing I want to talk about are places that you can reach out to for help. If you are in an emergency situation and feel as if you are going to harm yourself, please call 911 go to your local emergency room, or use one of these resources. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, the phone number is 1-800-273-TALK. They also offer an online chat. You can also access the Crisis Text Line. All you have to do is text HELLO to 741-741. These are all resources that are available to you 24-7 and at no cost to you. Now, what I will talk about next is different ways to um, look for mental health providers in your community. Now, I know not everyone has mental health coverage um, with their health insurance, and not everyone has health insurance, So you may be thinking to yourself, how am I going to afford counseling? I'll also talk about that. My biggest suggestion for finding a counselor in your area is to be is to check out the um, Psychology Today website. This is a great resource for finding local mental health counselors. You can also filter this website to see what counselors special in such as anxiety, depression, eating disorders, etc. Once you find a counselor in your area, you should be able to call their office or visit their website to see what their fees are and what insurances they take if they accept them. If that insurance or if your insurance isn't available um, or the fees are out of your price range, I do still suggest calling. You can always ask if the counselor or the office offers a sliding scale fee. These are often based on your income um, and can be more affordable than their base rate. If they don't offer those services, they should be able to direct you to someone in your community that does. Another resource is to reach out. Most counties have their own mental health um, 
like department where they offer low cost um mental health services to members in the county. Also, if you're in an area that has a college, you can always look and see if that college offers a counseling degree. If they do, students do have to have a certain amount of um, counseling hours that are supervised by a licensed counselor and often offer these services for um, very little fee if any, and those are also usually based off a sliding scale depending on your income. If you really don't know where else to go, or if you've exhausted these options and haven't found one that works for you, you can also always talk to your primary care physician and they should be able to point you in the right direction of someone that can help. Some other signs that social media is affecting your mental health include distracting you from work, using it as an escape for your bad emotions instead of dealing with those emotions, if you're being trolled or cyberbullied, and also spending more time on social media than with friends and family. Also, if if you feel like you're Anxiety, depression, or loneliness are increasing. That is another sign that social media may be affecting your mental health. If you notice any of these, I definitely would try and reach out for help, as well as limiting your time on social media. I think a lot of us have found that stepping away from social media can be very beneficial for our mental health. I know it has a lot of positives and a lot of time our support systems are on social media, but we really need to make sure as human beings that our time on social media is, like I, I like to say, filling our cup instead of emptying it. So making sure it's adding value to our life and not taking away. I won't say I'm in love.